Right then, we are inside the building. This is episode two of Between the Post podcast. Duke Sky's with me. Pabs is just on his way inside, I believe. Yeah, I think he's just walking in right about just now. There we go. The door. There we go. Between the Posts, episode two. We're um, here. Uh, thanks to everyone who's been supporting the uh, supporting it so far. The first episode was uh, was very enjoyable, um, and obviously there was a few things we wanted to tweak and uh, come back in and make uh, everything like bang on point, um, which I'm very excited about. I'm very excited about today's show. Um, yeah. How you doing this morning, Pabs? Are you all good? I'm good, mate. I'm good. I always get stuck behind like a. Trash van. Cool, right, so we've got a few things to talk about today. Um, yes. Obviously, we are going to be talking. Um, one thing I've been actually holding back on, I made it an episode in without actually going in on it. Um, obviously, who's to blame at United? <laughs> this is. Uh, oh, God. I know Pabs has been looking forward to the rant on this one. Um, your, and then, your Twitter feed's taken the full brunt of it. So far. <laughs> From, from if you I've follow seen. me, you know the thing is, I'm still going up on Twitter. I'm not actually losing followers because I'm actually going up. I'm just getting bare angry United. Yeah, I was going to say you probably got it's like the it's like the Leave campaign. You just all yeah. like joined by hate, joined by hatred of DNAFC. <laughs> um, so. Uh, we're also today, of course, going to be looking at uh, Berry and Bolton. Um, obviously, some very, very sad news and some uh, very interesting in the modern world of football news as well. Yeah. Um, and we are going to be looking ahead to the London Derby, which I'm looking forward to seeing you to go head to head over. Which North, is North London Derby. Yeah, North London. <laughs> <laughs> We'll get into that later. Um, cool. So we are here, obviously, today. It's going to be a very enjoyable one. Um, we're going to kick off today with, um, obviously, looking at this United situation because it's, um, if you do follow me on Twitter, um, it's obviously something I feel quite strongly yeah. about. You've been itching to talk about it. Uh, yeah, you know what? I actually managed to hold it back one episode, which I was surprised at. I thought I was going to explode on the first Let episode. It out now, mate. Yeah, it's going it's to go. It's your time. No, it's but it, it wasn't too bad. You just beat Chelsea 4-0 last episode. True. You you were you were not in anywhere near as like the same sort of spirit as you are now, um, which is utterly appalled. Yeah, um, well, there you and go. you know what it is, you utterly know what it appalled is? Pogba. And it was uh, nice. Um, <laughs> so, 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 kind of looking at this in general, what we can what we can kind of see, what what I can see anyway, um, is I like what Ollie's done. That's the thing. I like what Ollie's done. I don't like what the board's done. And that's pretty much what it boils down to. Over the last couple of days, we've seen, obviously, Smalling's now gone. Uh, oh, is he? Smalling's gone to Roma, I believe. Really? Always in the process of going to Roma. Yeah. Three million, three million pounds for the loan. It'll yeah, do but right. that was another, like, Woodward thing, though, wasn't it? Because I read last night that when the Roma first came in, United were like, we want 20 mil. Yeah. Or, oh, three, wow. mil, or three mil for a loan, and then 17 uh, option to buy straight, straight after. Yeah, and uh, they, they've ended up scrapping the seventeen mil to buy, and, and just, just just doing the loan. It's just it's just <laughs> such bad business considering they're supposed to be it's supposed to be a business run club these days. It's just it just it's just so aggravating. Um, we've also seen I'm pretty sure Darmian's going as well. Okay, um, yes, so basically, I did see that. so the Deadwood's being stripped. I'm fine with that. However, the fact that it's all being stripped after the point where there's no one to replace it. Yeah. Um, is what's aggravating me and like the, the the main kind of thing I want to talk about here is this I've got like the stats up on my screen here and this is something I'm going to look at so in regards to the, the front line uh, we've got rid of an average I think he was an average uh, every other game for Lukaku I think he scored every other game on average with right. any United shirt which yep, is yep. A, a, Sounds that, that's, right. a, that's a solid average for a striker as far as I'm that's what you need as a Premier League striker a goal every other game he, he got a few assists as well especially yeah, he, this past season yeah so. he was in, he can cross the ball there was a period of time where he was by yeah, far yeah, the yeah. best crosser of the ball in the team and there's no there's no two ways about that <laughs> well, that's, that says more about your team yeah though, it does, it, it, there, was, there was a period <laughs> there was a period of time where he'd end up on the right wing crossing in balls that he should be getting on the end of yeah but yeah, if he yeah. wasn't crossing them they, the balls wouldn't be coming because you had Ashley yeah. Young hitting the, the knee of the first man every single time <laughs> the thing is though with Lukaku do you not I mean he's a good striker obviously yep. but my when he was at Everton I was always like 
he's like a flat track bully. Yeah. You know, like he'll score against the small teams, but he goes missing in all the big in all the big all the big games. Of course. And I was like, now he's gone to United, that's his chance to prove that wrong. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, no, he, no, he I can, agree. I agree. He can like play in the big games, turn up in them and prove himself as a kind of world because he's got a great stats yeah like, I, th- like, I think, like, I think like, like for Belgium he's got like he's their, t- he's their top scorer ever yeah. and I think yeah. I think the thing with but then I don't know if he has done that or not at United I, don't I think, think the thing I think the thing with Lukaku is there is no doubting in the world that he is a goal scorer yeah there's there's no there's yeah. no way of denying it he's his actual goal scoring ratio is is amazing yeah um, and but, it, but is it all because you know you get hat like you get a lot of hat tricks, a lot of stat padding against yeah. the smaller teams. Yeah, but I have no problem you know, with that. Like, Ro- like, like Rooney, he'd, he'd score two. You say Rooney stat padded? No, stat for, padded. for England, hundred percent. How many hat tricks? How many hat tricks against yeah. San Marino did yeah. he? Damn straight. So, same thing with Lukaku against like yeah. Bolton or Derby or Watford or whatever. I do, I do, okay, I'd agree. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. I, I do agree that he did not. He never really did it against the big teams. However, no one did it against the big teams. Mm. So, so are you gonna? So this is the, this is the point of it. You get um, going back to the thing of it. You get you get rid of realistically a 15, 20 goal a season striker. That's what he's been doing yeah. for the first two for, yeah. the first, for the first two seasons he was with. Bear in mind he was played either on the right wing or he was benched the majority of last season. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he's not playing as an out and out striker, which is where he should be. Um, and nine times out of ten, under under Jose and under Oli, the game wasn't played to his advantage. It was not. They were playing him pretty yeah. much as a stay on the halfway line and play football striker, which is not what he is. He is literally give him yeah. the ball. In the box and nine times out of ten if it's a decent chance he does bury it yeah so so looking at all of that you would have said it would be suicidal not to replace him going into the new season not to replace him with a proven goal scorer yeah do you, do you think that the problems that you're highlighting perhaps in in the backroom staff are putting off potential prospects when they're being sold a vision to the club um i completely agree because because I can't think players are turning down United off the merit of it being United. You no, know and I've mean? got. The, and but, but you're not you're not going to go into a sinking ship either. No, of course. Um, this this is okay. This is this is the kind of set of stats I want to get into here. So Rashford currently holds 0.25 goal per game ratio. Right. Okay. So goal Martial Martial holds a 0.31. Lingard holds a 0.15. And Mata holds a 0.21. Now they are currently the four most established attacking players we have. They don't have a goal within a goal between them a game. Mm. Yeah, between them. <laughs> they don't have a goal between them a game. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's what uh, that's 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 that's, that's what bad. we've been left. That's what the, the team's been left with. And I think yeah. this this can idea. We talk about Lingard. Uh, we can talk about Lingard. <laughs> we can talk about how he is arguably the biggest fraud to ever wear a United shirt. He's fraud files zero zero one. Yeah, um, and <laughs> stealing I, the living. Now the yeah. thing is, when it, when he started popping off, um, I think two it was two seasons ago. He started yeah. having like a really good season. He was like doing all this magic from midfield. I was like, oh cool, maybe he is a late developing player. It does happen from yeah. time to time. You do get late developing players. Yeah, Jamie Vardy. Um, perfect example exactly. of, a, of a late developer and you, you kind of look at it and go um, okay cool maybe it's just taking this, this time for him to kind of find his feet and get established in this team maybe it's looking good going forward however you then look at it and go I think he's gone 38 games without an assist yeah or a goal a goal or assist without yeah. for 38 yeah. games now that's as, a whole season that's a whole season as you're realistically starting attacking midfielder yeah, yeah. And he's still to this day, Phil Neville. Yeah, I'm not even going to get started on the Nevilles because they've done me differently this last this last week. <laughs> yeah. um, but Phil Neville, yeah, looking at it, he came out. I think it was two weeks ago and said oh, I saw that, yeah. he came out and said the younger players in the team like Lingard. Yeah, he's 27 yeah, this yeah, year. This yeah. is a perception that everyone has that he's still really young. 
He's not, and because he went like, out on loan like three times to three different yeah. teams when he was like 20, 21, not yeah. even young going yeah. out on loan, 20, 21, 22. Yeah. I think and he, he was still gets in the England loan. squad. That's what really annoying. Yeah, he's me. in the England yeah. squad, yeah. isn't he? Yeah, he, yeah, he just got week. called up yesterday, yeah. Um, and I just don't, the thing is, every manager he's played under um, since um, that he's basically he's played under at United has played him. Yeah, that's, he must that's, be that, really, really good in training. I think he's that's an incredible like, hard worker. Like uh, when you're on the pitch, I think he puts in a defensive shift, which for the past few United managers has been very important. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd agree with that. I mean, everyone loves a bit of running around, don't they? Yeah, well, that's it. He's, he's running around for the full ninety. Yeah, that's 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 very much playing for the badge. Yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, playing for the badge. Um, so is that the Man United way? That's that's the Man United way. That is very much DNA FC. That's the title of this episode. Play, okay. for, play for the badge. Play for the. Oh, don't because I will do it. Um, <laughs> Um, I've, I've um, made the artwork already and I'm going to change it I might change it to play for the badge yeah. um, so uh, side note though I think Lukaku is going to smash it in, in I th- of course he'll yeah. smash it in, in Serie A 100% think, yeah. it's, it's, it's literally that league is built for him it's perfect for him and did you see when he left as well have you seen the picture of him he looks massive now Yeah. compared to when like two or a year ago yeah. he's like looks like he's put on so much weight I, yeah. the, and the thing of the, the thing of it is this uh, with uh, United He's come out and said he never felt like he was protect. No. He was never like protected by the club. He felt like he was yeah. just kind of like thrown away by the club. And to be honest, I can see it. I can definitely yeah. see it from the angle. There was there was points last season where he was scoring and getting dropped because Rashford was fit again and stuff along those lines. That happened, I think, a couple of times last season. Um, whenever it, 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 when we still had Ibra playing, whenever Ibra came off, he'd be put onto the right wing and Ibra would go up front. And it wouldn't be like it'd be like no, still put a shift in, but like play out of position, go on. And it, it, it often felt like. He was the the kind of the scapegoat that people go. It's all Lukaku's fault. It was either Pogba or Lukaku. That's whose fault it was. Yeah. Um, When realistically, they for the last two seasons have been the two most effective players in United squad. Yeah, it's true, and I I, I don't know where you go from here really either with it. Well, I've written like some I've written some stuff down here which I do want to want to say because if I don't write it down, I won't won't be able to say it properly. I'll get muddled up. Release, mate. Yeah, get it it out. (laughs) Get it all out. So this it's this this thing of the class of ninety two, ninety three. I can't remember what the actual name of it is. Ninety two, ninety two. This nostalgia. this idea of it's the same it really it, I hate to say it but it's the same idea of Brexit go back to a time where stuff was better yeah. that's essentially what this kind of like imprint in South Park did an entire series on it called, and the theme of it was member berries them going remember yeah, when things were great right. yeah. that's essentially what this is um, and it's, it's basically blinding people um it's blinding people and blinding like kind of people who want to support the locality of it and the kind of like the roots of the club um, it's such blatant obvious propaganda um, by the United board they're pushing this idea of obviously young British talent um, because it's cheap that's essentially why um, it, make, it makes people go oh I remember a time when everyone from United was coming up and everyone was these like young youth player teams realistically we've had one youth team work Yeah, there's been two or three or four other youth players that have come through and done okay but realistically it's one youth team 20 years ago that's what it is it's not like loads a continuous run of youth players doing really well in the team you look at the youth players that have come through since Johnny Evans Really, what's that? You have uh, Darren Fletcher. That's the only other one recent that out of the set that I would say was a solid was a solid United player. It's Darren Fletcher. Yeah. You look, the other players that have come through, you've had um, character. I no, Carrick was signed from Tottenham. Ah. He was signed from Spurs, and he was at West Ham before that. He started Newcastle. Yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah, he is. He's Geordie, isn't he? Yeah. He is Geordie. If you, um, and then you look at all the who who else really has come through the United youth system? <sighs> yeah, that's a great point. Actually, who really? Who else has come through that United youth system and done well? Uh, Darren Gibson. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 
Lingard, Lingard is literally Lingard and Rashford um, are the only other two that you could say have become like established United players from that youth team. Well, there you go. Then that's why that's. The and bias. It, but it's, it's so it's such an obvious lie. Yeah. That they're now drawing back on. They went. We got lucky twenty years ago. Let's see if we can make people believe it again. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like that doesn't happen constantly. No, it never happens. And also, you have to remember that during that time, you had one of the greatest managers ever's lived. Yeah. Bringing them mm. through. And, yeah. and ev- everything about the club yeah. had been completely reshaped yeah. and the thing that people forget about it is you still had a defensive structure in that team yeah. you still had established players in that team it wasn't everything being reliant yeah. on the young players to go and do it and the yeah. thing is most of these young players had already been starting for a few years most of them had been um, obviously I think Beckham, uh, Beckham had already been like he might have gone out alone at some point that's why he got the he went out to Preston I think at some point yeah, I think yeah. Preston, um, yeah. you had Giggs who was a, a young like talent at the time yeah. he was classed as like the young yeah. super young who, talent who Alex Ferguson had picked himself when he was like like eight years old yeah. from some Welsh oh, wow. um, and he'd been playing in the, t- the team for three years at this point he'd been playing he'd been in and out of the team since like not the 91, 90s or th- that sort of period of time um, you had established players in the team you had Mark Hughes still floating about the team you had McClare you had uh, Pallister and Bruce you still had these players when this lot were coming through who were like established like cup winning players there's no one in this current United team who represents that so everything all the points of like let's hit this nostalgia they're not they're missing the kind of key points of it like you, you look at it youth players are essentially free signings on minimum wages that's yeah. essentially what they are yeah. um, so this is why the club this is for me why the club's promoting the idea it's not because there's it's a big moral decision at all it's because it's essentially free they're praying that Rashford becomes world class they're absolutely praying for it yeah. and to be honest so am I I want it to be it may sound like <laughs> I'm not because I'm saying he's terrible all the time but he is terrible the majority of the time <laughs> Um, and so it's suddenly you're hoping that these players suddenly become world class so they can say told you so knew it would work and the same with McTominay same with Greenwood same with all of these youth players that are now basically that they're not world class yet no and, and, and- and the problem, is, sorry, sorry to no, go on, get it out, get it out. Get um, it out. The simple truth is, these players aren't world class. They're no, lo- they're, they're they're basically being wrapped in cotton wool and voided of any criticism whatsoever. And th- the longer that happens, is the longer they'll take to develop because they're not living in the real world. They're living in this thing of we can do whatever we want because there's no one else. They can't insult us. Da, 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 da. That is also how's a difference. Like you know, football's changed now. Yeah, you know, and back in those days, in the class '92, they were still cleaning other players' boots and they yeah. were, you know, mm. they were made to work for stuff. But now. You know, all the cl- the youth players now they're on like thirty grand a week straight away. If you're, yeah, if the thing is, if you're quick, if you're, away. if you're quick, young and English, yeah. you get into United's first team as a youth player now, and you're seen as all oh, he needs to be starting. But and also you've got a following by the age of seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. You're you're on social media, and yeah. f- fans who are really tuned into the club know what the know very much who you are from the age of like sixteen or so. But I just wanted to say, once you lay it out all, all on the table like that, it does actually become the bias becomes very very hard to ignore. Yeah. Because like, even when you factor in like Mason Greenwood, I'm assuming he's a he's a product as well. Yeah, he's a product. He's play, he's he's scored a, he's scored like an, a decent amount of goals for the under 18s or whatever. But it like is. the way but he's, he's being never hyped. He, yeah. He He's, he's played about eight minutes of football. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's not gone out on loan, so he's not been able to go and look look good somewhere else. He's played in the under 18s. Yeah, I think you're just really trying to find that next that next superstar. And Arsenal were kind of guilty of this as well. That's why I'm just glad we've got this more cutthroat approach, which was demonstrated by selling our number one youth player, Alex Awobi, on the yeah. last day of the season um, transfer window. Yeah. I think that this is this is the thing another thing that I've, I've seen I've been looking around the stats for this a lot because this is, this is going to be the well, not the only time but it's going to be one of the main times I actually get everything out to kind of put it down as a point um, when Ole came in our five, five five highest earners were Sanchez, Pogba, Lukaku, Fellaini, De Gea three of them are gone 
Yeah, I saw 80 that. million in transfer fees in 850k a week per week has been saved on wages um, no one has come in to even even verify any of that so he is essentially cutting the bill but to my, to my earlier point what, what do you want him to do if the players don't want to come you can't just downgrade you, like say you've got a plan A that falls through say you've got a plan B that falls through you can't but start going to plan C and I don't D. necessarily think it's the players don't want to come they've, they, what they've done is they've gone to a few super world class players who obviously aren't going to Dybala is not going to want to come Mm. For instance, Dybala was never going to come to United. There was n- he does not benefit him in any way, shape, or form. But you are trying to get the players though. Like, but they're trying- like you went to Dybala, you went to Delit, you know, like all that stuff. You kind of it's a recurring thing. I know, yeah. I, I'd, I'd agree with that. But then they went and got Maguire, who was arguably the second choice. And yeah. Maguire is a good signing. I have yeah. no issue. You, Pisaka argu- was arguably the, the first choice signing for us. So those they've, they've got the two players there that they needed to get. However, attacking options. There were attacking options on the table. You're saying Ben Yedder wouldn't have come to United. Maybe not. Maybe because Cham- Champions League makes a big and and, and he, he, he like it's about the vision that you're sold. Do you know what I mean? That's part of the reason we got Pepe from a club who's in the Champions League and now we're in Europa because we he sat down and we actually sold him like the five year, ten year plan, whatever it is. Yeah, that makes sense. Whereas, I, 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 and I agree. I do agree with that. And Ben Yedder's just gone to Monaco. So think about the vision that he's been sold living in Monte Carlo. And it's it's a it is it is a very good point. However. Yeah. Um, in that case, don't sell the players that you that you have. No, I completely agree. Yeah, it was sure. it was suicide to sell Lukaku. The, the, the players they've got rid they've got rid of. I can't remember the full list. They've got rid of I think twelve players. Now I'm all for getting rid of the deadwood on the condition that better players that at least players of a slightly better quality are brought in. At least improve the squad. All they've done is strip it back to next to nothing and leave it with just youth players on the table and that as the only option, which isn't a, isn't a way of doing it. What happens if Martial or Rashford gets injured? Martial is injured. Oh, he is injured. He is injured. Sanchez has gone and Martial's out. So now you've got off. you've got James Rashford and Greenwood. Who else up top that could play up top? Ashley Young. That's who's going to start on the left wing. Why didn't he play left back? <laughs> he, no, he is. Luke, no, Shaw, Luke Shaw's injured. It, now, Luke Shaw's injured as well. So I think what's oh, likely yeah. to no, what's going to happen is Phil Jones will play left back. Got Phil Jones. Phil Jones oh. survives every season. <laughs> he survived. I think it's eighteen transfer windows. Yeah. He survived. Jeez. Yeah, um, Phil Jones will be brought back into the team at left back and you'll have Ashley Young and Phil Jones starting in the United team again I wish we was playing you this weekend yeah <laughs> um, but yeah I, I, th- I don't know who's going to start it'll be Green- Greenwood's going to start yeah realistically as part of a front three do you or- think he's going to start he'll he have will. to there's no one else who have you got uh, Southampton away okay Green- Greenwood's like my Cheap option in my, in my fancy. Team. Same. <laughs> this is the thing. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm seeing it. People are coming up out. A little bit. Ollie's come out and said he's the best finisher that he's that he's that he's the best like young finisher yeah. he's ever seen. Everyone's like sign. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's the, the thing. He's only trying to just raise his stock. Yeah, and uh, this is the whole. But that's whole, that's this is the other thing about you signing players and stuff. When they look at the club, do you think the players see Solskjaer as an inspirational manager that they want to work for? They want to come and be managed by. That's a great point. That's a very good point. If you're yeah. appealing to an 18, 19 year old, yeah. they're, they're like they weren't around for hit for that last minute goal when he was saving United in the Champions League. No, I agree. And the glory days back then. So but do, you not, do you not think players really want to play for the badge? <laughs> yeah, but not your badge. Only the youth players. This is this goes this That's goes true, yeah. this goes back to not even youth players. I don't yeah. think. Re- how many people really? But you have to instill that. 
that want, that desire, um, and, and that's difficult. Again, this is, this is the thing of it. What I think, the, the point of this whole conversation is who's to blame, and it is without a shadow of a doubt the board. There's no two ways about it. Edward again. Woodward. Um, Mr. Woodward is a plague, um, yeah. and he is the single worst thing to ever happen to United. Well, he just seems like the perfect guy for the Glazers to yeah. have there. Like, yep, yeah, you're, you're yeah. our guy in, inside. You're yeah. going to be doing this, doing that. Because yeah. all they've done is strip, the last three, four years, all they've done is strip back. But the thing is, if I honestly think, yeah, if Jose had had the two signings that he asked for, he well, asked, this is the thing as yeah, well Jose like, asked for a centre back and like a right everything back. that he said was wrong with the club yeah. when, he, when he was there and it was like you're just moaning you're just moaning it's exactly it's, right it's I ba- and yeah. you can see this from me I backed yeah. Jose 100% of the way Yeah, fully backed him and yeah. everything is now coming to pass that was the case yeah. If he, I honestly think if Jose had had the centre back and the right back there may well have been a title challenge I genuinely think there might yeah. have been because um, it wouldn't have been a case of dropping points every now and then there'd have been a consistent case of keeping up because yeah. there were so many defensive errors the season he finished second um, it was all down to defensive errors like multiple defensive errors where it was like like scruffles at scuffles in the box that didn't go like not clearing the ball properly bad passes out from the back all of these things could have been fixed by a quality centre back and a quality right back because yeah. we had Ashley Young and Ashley Young and Phil Jones starting so if he'd have had those two players he'd still I think he, if they'd have signed the two players then we'd have still we'd have still um, he'd have still been at the club that's so what I genuinely think where do you go from here and what are your hopes and expectations expectations is we're going to be struggling to finish above Wolves that's the honest to god truth I really think Wolves are going to finish at least sixth this year really I, I think they're I've just I love everything about Wolves as but well. they got Europa as well though it's going to be tough it might benefit you never know might benefit them the extra competition because mm. they they have strength from the squad. They've brought in players that they needed to bring in, um, and I, I think they are a top six team. They're a better team than us without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, better first team. They've got a better squad. They've got a better squad. Yeah, I think Brighton have better squad depth than United. <laughs> Brighton's Brighton's depth ain't, ain't too shabby. But this now. this is the thing. Squad, top. This is the thing. We're yeah. happy with the options. That's what they always say. We're happy with the players that are in the squad. No, you're not. And I feel sorry for Oli. That's what I honestly feel. I honestly feel sorry, sorry for Oli because there is nothing he can do in this scenario. And he's he's essentially delivered everything he said he would deliver. Yeah. Um, but he's just not been incentivized. And you know what I mean? This this is the thing of it. There's been multiple times where we've been we've been saying like, oh yeah, we aren't we're not backing, we're not going to get the players or whatever, we're not we're not put we're not uh, players don't want to come. Nine times out of ten, they're not putting the bids in. Nine times out of ten, they're not. It's not even getting to a contract stage because they haven't even discussed the stuff yet. Nine times out of ten, it's just them going, "We don't want to pay the extra five million." And then you end up paying eighty million the next season. Yeah, and it, and it, it's indecisiveness. It's arrogance, essentially. It's it's club arrogance going, "No, we can do all this. We're the richest club in the world. We can do." It. Two years, United won't be the richest club in the world. As as we discussed last episode, like gone are the days where the big clubs could just waltz into a smaller club, just. Bully yeah. their way in yeah. and be like, chuck all this money on the floor and be like, yep, I'll be having him, I'll be having him. And you know, honestly, we're, we're I, think, I, think, I think Wolves, Leicester, and Watford are probably more um, attractive propositions to United currently for, for a player. Uh, not, w- not Watford. No, I wouldn't say Watford. Say <laughs> I think you got to be excited Watford, there. Yeah. Leicester, I can understand that. Pre- recent Premier League champions and Wolves, of course, yeah, they, they've got a very, very exciting project. But I think it, it's not, do you say two years? I, 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 th- I think within two years United won't be a top team if, if it carries on the way it is they need to, this is the thing that, and this is something else I'll break it down um, when when um, Fergie left United squad was already six or seven quality players behind cities yeah since that period of time we've bought I think something like six or seven like established quality players and we've sold or players have retired about 14 so we're behind to begin with the squad was already behind we've then lost more than we've lost an extra seven or so so we were four, we're 14 players behind to begin with and then they're selling off the quality players that we have 
So then, and and people say, oh yeah, Jose should have done it. Should have been able to work better. The, the squad was quality enough, or whatever. It never was. And the fact is, the fact they haven't reinvested. The fact they haven't invested in the squad continuously. They've gone one or two big players. There we go. That'll solve all the problems. And it'll, if it doesn't, then we don't have to do it again. When you've just when you have invested, it's not been great either. It just started off. It, you really set the benchmark when you sign a Fellaini on deadline day for what was it like thirty something? But that's the, again, it's the board not backing. Moyes wanted players. He want, there was three players. Yeah. He wanted Shaw and he wanted Herrera. He's come so, out. And said that yeah, since he, he wanted Shaw, he wanted Herrera. They said you have five years regardless of what happens. If he'd have had one, if he'd have said you're on the ball from the beginning, he's come out and said, obviously I would have done stuff differently. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to build something for the. I wasn't long term. Was, long term, not do like a quick fix. Yeah, and it's just a continuous thing of the board. It's a continuous thing of the board, basically being um, this. Th- no, we're going to give you an impossible situation. You're going to work with it, and you're going to take the blame for it. That's but, essentially what it is. But then, when when you have people like the Glazers in charge of a, an entity as big as United, they they got to think about like stock prices and stuff which are going to go down yeah exactly when but, but that like they shouldn't guarantee Moyes five years if they know once his stock rises or sinks you, you're going to ship him off do you know okay. what I mean one more, one more thing I'm going to say on this before we move on to another topic because we're already halfway through this I mean I don't want to make it all about this there's other <laughs> stuff to talk about there's other important stuff to talk about um, there's other really I, important stuff um, so yeah. Rashford, Martial, Lingard, Greenwood Gomez, Chong, Mata they're the seven attacking options for United wow what player of these starts for any other top six team? Mm, starts. Yeah. Martial? Yeah, Martial. For who? Chelsea, maybe? Yeah, yeah, Spurs, yeah. Spurs, potentially. But He's yeah. not starting over Kane, though. Fully fit squads. Where does he even play? Yeah, he's been re- brought in as a centre forward, but he's injured. So he's injured. So Rashford's now I, a centre forward. I never thought, I, is he a centre forward? He's I wouldn't. A, he, he is a centre forward. He's the best finisher in the squad by an absolute country mile. He's fast as well. Right? I'd still like him drifting in off that flank, though. That's, yeah, that's I, I, I always thought him. he was like a left winger. Yeah, but he can't cross a ball. Yeah, as a left winger, I'm so, I, regardless of how the games become, if you are a winger and you can't cross yeah. a ball, you're not a winger. If you're a footballer and you can't cross a ball, <laughs> yeah, you're not a footballer. <laughs> <laughs> squad. Yeah, but you know, that's what gets me when like you see players and they can't take it out like, a corner. Yeah, you know, yeah. and you're like, oh, it aggravates ev- every me. Every single player in the squad should be able to take a corner. Yeah, yeah definitely. You know, if you're a footballer and you're getting paid fifty grand, you a should week, be able to, ha- to take a corner that clears the, the first. At least clear the yeah. first man. Yeah. Mm. Anyway, um, we're going to wrap that up there. Uh, cool. What do I think needs to be done? I think they need to invest in solid, proven mid-table players. That's what I honestly think. Solid, really? solid players. Players like. Um, Young British talent. I'm not even going to get started on that way. Tielmans was up for sale. Yeah, didn't even put the bid in. The bid in perfect. Per, not any. That would have been perfect. He's already in the prem. Already settled in in England. That would have been. It's really weird ideal. though because you didn't go for him and we didn't go for him. Like we turned him down. We we kind of like looked at him for that first loan period, and apparently Pochettino was like, "No, I don't fancy him." Um, <sighs> you know. So I don't know what. But would you take him over Lingard? Yeah. Then the, the, this is the, this is the thing of it. There's so much. Mate, I'll take you over Lingard. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty good though. To be I'm fair, I've seen your I, don't, I don't run around as much, but yeah. I can finish. You're like a Zlatan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think I'm more of a Lukaku to be honest. With you. <laughs> <laughs> Lukaku with a touch. Um, so ba- ba- basically, looking at it like this, yeah, I, w- that's the the front line. What I think needs to be done. I think they need to go for Premier League players that are doing well, not dipping long stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I saved that just about. Uh, so not not the passion, the, not flipping long star for anyone like that, but players that are doing well that will want the move. Yeah, no, it's it's true. I think you, yeah, players you that to want to level up to a top six team. Couple of leaders as well. 
because yeah. I think Paul Pogba at the moment is your your quote unquote leader, and that's why he's getting a lot of the flack. No, he's also our centre back, our centre forward, our left yeah. winger, our right winger, and <laughs> goalkeeper. Also, I was he's also, just he's also, thinking he, that you hadn't even mentioned Pogba yet. Yeah, there's nothing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's exactly. nothing to mention. He's the best player in the squad by an absolute country mile. Yeah, he's great, and he gets yeah. such a hard time. Yeah, yeah. I, th- yeah. there's th- the more you talk about him, the more it naturally turns negative. Yeah. No, it's true. Um, and I don't want to talk about that's going to push him out as well. Talking yep. about the reasons Lukaku left. Yeah, Pogba's the best, literally the best player in the squad, and his contract needs to be protected at all costs. He's the one that should be on at least 300, 350, 400 Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like, yeah. There's no two ways about it. Um, so moving forward, Juki, uh, I believe you have some information regarding Berry and Bolton. Now, this is something I definitely want to talk about. Yeah, so it's still relatively muddy waters in terms of how it all came about because all those financial dealings are not disclosed but it just comes down to bad bad ownership and owners not being in it for footballing reasons like they're running these clubs like a business and when they realize they're not getting what they want for instance the berry the ex berry owner called Stuart Day took out a loan on the stadium and it's now amounted to 3.6 million to, for a small club like Berry, now they've got a, 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 they've essentially mortgaged their state, their entire stadium, and it's now amounted to three point six million with debts of fifteen grand a day. A day, fifteen grand a day is going up by. That's interest. So, so, so explain this. What was the? What, why was this done? So this is basically the club was going through financial troubles, just sinking even last season, and it's very weird. But like it's such a juxtaposition because you've got the on-field team. Like battling for promotion and eventually achieving promotion, and now they're up. But behind the scenes, it was all going to like there was nothing going right. They couldn't afford to pay anyone. The players were they were struggling to field an eleven. They nearly had to cancel their last playoff game of the season because they couldn't pay, couldn't pay anyone. So, so what? How do you how do you get into this scenario as a football club? Then what is it? Just people not turning up for the games, over like paying too much on wages, or no? It's just a uh, yeah. It's just. It's not a sustainable income, and then when you've got an owner that realizes that, they start to sort of bleed the club dry of its assets, and then you have what's called like a fire sale. So they will do it in the with the hope of someone coming in and bailing them out. Now the guy that's then come in called Steve Dale, Stuart Day, and Steve Dale's two very very similar names. He's now come in, and he was saying like he's recently said stuff like, "I didn't even know there was a football club in Bury." Yeah, I've, I've yeah, seen. He I've said, seen he, said he doesn't even like football. Does yeah, he? he doesn't even like football. So, yeah. the, what are you doing? You have to question the EFL, like the English Football League, and their methods because you can't just have a lump of cash and be like, "Yeah, I, I want to buy this football club," and then you just instantly get approved. Because if you're not doing it for footballing reasons, like the, not everything is disclosed, so you can get away with a few dodgy stuff behind the behind closed doors and then it just all amounts 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 and then the players aren't getting paid staff aren't getting paid and it just all it this honestly is a, snowballs from what, what from what i've seen of the guy as well he seems to have so little interest in taking any blame whatsoever no he doesn't he's, he's explicitly said that he's like i'm being fed up i'm, I'm fed up of being put to blame etc etc and to be fair as i said it was the, it's, it's equally him and the previous owner before that Stuart Day who took out that initial loan on the stadium and it's just been crippling them ever since and that's what has resulted in they, they nearly got takeover I think they had five different takeover opportunities in this past week but they all collapsed once they saw that 15 grand a day interest on the stadium How, like you can't take that on 
You'd have to be. How do you take on? How, like who? So there's just this is the thing. The more and more I see about this is the that it just becomes more and more surprising how little regulation there is exactly for this sort of thing. Well, that's why the the EFL became. Like they began getting concerned towards the end of last season and by that point half the club wasn't even getting paid and it was clear that they were in dire straits so you think they'd have to act way before that and it's tough like what, what you would do to remedy that even once you identify the problem because you can't force a sale on someone do you know what I mean you can't as 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 a governing body, you can't fire someone from an ownership position. Yeah, true. Yeah, and you can't take over the club yourself. And mm. you know, and if they bailed them out with money, yeah, then it kind of sets a, a precedent, dangerous precedent. You know, to all the other clubs. Yeah. So it's kind of, yeah. What it's can a, you do? It's you a catch to put pressure on them to sort themselves out, which is what they were doing. They were kind of like. So, so what, what's happened with Bolton? So Bolton, that was. Uh, that was quite different because they, they were obviously they were a, a lot more prestigious club and they had a lot more more going for them. But again, it's just the ownership. Like the, You've got these owners that don't really care about the football club, they don't care about the town, and they're just bleeding it dry. You're taking, out the, you're taking money out of the club because once you realise it's not going anywhere and you're going to sell, you're, you're just going to get back, you're going to try and recoup what you can. So they, Bolton, they were just... A couple of signatures away after they played that first game this season against Wickham having been a couple of signatures away from a takeover after they played that first game against Wickham and then <clears throat> the resulting week a nil-nil draw which was very very good for them against Coventry with a load of youth players that then severely weakened their hands negotiation wise because people the the prospective takeovers were like well you're not in that bad state so we're just going to offer this much yeah and because with Bolton no one got paid for like five months or something. Was it no. How long? How long was it for? Yeah, it was. Uh, was I, it think, I think it was f uh, five or seven, maybe. Yeah, even. Like no one got paid for like, you know. And then in the summer they were like, right, all the lot of players was just like, well, you know, we're not getting paid, so yeah, you know, we, what are we doing? And then they kind of, I think they all left, and then they were like, oh, we're just left with youth team. Yeah, so they started playing like fifteen-year-olds and stuff like that, and then it came through. Was it a welfare thing? Came yeah, they 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 fifteen-year-olds can't work after nine o'clock or something at night. Yeah. so their <laughs> evening games they couldn't play because they had to kind of, you know, it's like this is this is Bolton we're talking about. This, yeah, is, exactly. this is a Premier League. This yeah. is a team that have played in the Premier yeah. League like multiple times. This, yeah. is, this is where this is, this where, is where they had JJ. Acocha. This is where JJ Cotcher, Ivan Campo yeah. used to play for this this yeah. team. Yeah, like. it used to it used to be a problem. So yeah. Sam Allardyce cut his teeth. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Done his first bungs. <laughs> so, so <laughs> Bolton have actually they they've actually come out all right from the end of it. They they've been rescued. Someone's brought them out, there. Yeah, they have been brought out and they look to be okay. Whereas Berry were officially expelled from the football league yeah. last week. So, so what happens to the club now then? Because is, is it still officially a business or uh, no? So, so you start what's called a Phoenix Club, which is essentially what Rangers did. If you remember their situation yeah, a few yeah. years ago. Um, where you start from the bottom, still with the same amount of the, the same name and everything, you can keep all of that. So you, you still got that quote unquote but, clout. But the actual Berry Club is now liquidated. It's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So that so a business has been shut down. Yeah, and you have to think with, with a club like Berry, how much that affects the local economy because it's not like a, a club like that which loves its football thrives off their game. Like the the guy, um, one of the previous players was saying. Even one match day that's cancelled from uh, the home support, them not paying those tickets, that goes a huge way to not just the yeah, staff there, but the local economy and yeah, all, all the surrounding all the, all the traders, everything. 
Yeah. And one 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 of the I shouldn't laugh. It's just, if you don't laugh, you you're gonna cry. Yeah. The, one of the Berry players who lost his house now because he hadn't been paid. He couldn't pay his mortgage. Yeah, and it's you know like. And this is the thing we're talking like professional that. footballers yeah, here who exactly. can't afford to pay their mortgage. Yeah, it's, yeah. that's it. You know. Okay. Not, one one sort of overall point I want to ask. Sorry, perhaps I'm going to go jump on, in here. Go um, what's the the overall thing? Is football unsustainable? Um, at a lower league level, I think it needs to be reviewed in, in, from an ownership standpoint. I think you may need to implement something similar to what they do in the German league, where the fans have a say and you, you can't just go willy-nilly doing what you want. Yeah, more, more regulation. Yeah, and I, th- I think so. Yeah, it's probably unsustainable as a model. It's been heading that way. Because yeah. they're almost following a Premier League model. Exactly. Yeah. Which, is, which they aren't Premier League teams. They aren't, they aren't bringing in 50,000, 60,000 no. a week. You know what I mean? No. no. But we have a unique uh, league system here with the with the 92 club system where we're all essentially is this free right to move. Do you know what I mean? You can go up as high as you want and down as high as you want. Whereas in Spain, for instance, you have like reserve teams competing in lower leagues and then they can't be in the same league as the actual team so what yeah what happens if barcelona b win you don't they don't get promoted so they just stay in the league regardless yeah, yeah they can't be in the same league as barcelona this is weird yeah exactly but it's it's worked for spanish football and this has been what has worked for us but now it's becoming i think as we alluded to last podcast even it's it's the money in football as the money increases the problems increase yeah what, what's the name of the scale where everything just gets bigger and bigger and bigger like quicker and quicker and quicker i can't remember the name of the scale it's like the one that does the the loop upwards uh, the loop scale. It's not the loop scale. <laughs> <laughs> it's like expo- expo- exponential. Oh, exponential. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exponential yeah. growth. Um, so basically, this is going to become more of a problem quicker and quicker. Yeah, kind of. It is, but also I think that there's a possibility in the future of the prem now is pretty much all foreign owned, right? Yeah. Yeah. Every club has got a kind of big foreign owner, and is there like five clubs owned by Americans now? Five or six? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. So. They like lo- they love it, you know. They get more into it. They can see it. They play thing like all the ones who own the NFL club are kind of buying in. Yeah. But if we had like twelve prem clubs owned by American owners, and they had their meeting and they were like, "We want to make it like the American League, yeah. where you don't get relegated." You know, we're, we're going to protect our interests now. Yeah. And they had a vote on it. They can all just vote overvote everyone. That's you a know? good point. It's a good point. And I, but- I don't know whether it ever happened if it would actually get ratified, but. You know, they could, they, would, they could push for it. What would happen if if no one got relegated? Imagine if you were the team that got them relegated the season before. Yeah. Mm. With with the Bury and Bolton situation as well, in terms of changing the law to to implement much more stringent rules for potential owners, the current owners might not be on board with that because then that would be, make their position a lot more difficult when they do want to sell. Because it would severely restrict who they can sell to, so it's kind of like you're you're chasing your tail a little bit. You're, it's not it's not really going to get resolved like that. Mm. So it's tough. But you look at do you know who's just bought? You know Nice, OGC Nice. Yeah, yeah, of course. The huge club in France. Do you know who's just bought them? Who? Bob Ratcliffe, the richest guy, the richest English guy in the world. Just bought Nice. The overlooks every single English club and was like, no, don't want any of that. I'm going France. So you got you got to look if he if he's done that. Rather than investing here, yeah, there's a reason behind that. Do you know what I mean? It's not. It's not because Nice is the yeah. high flying prospect. Or maybe it's because all the big. Clubs I don't know. They're pretty. Bad, they're pretty play for the badge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> they are nice after all. <laughs> they're, 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 they've but got, they've maybe got, all, got all the big clubs in England that you could buy right now 
are not available. But surely you'd you'd a lot have of young, a project. Young, young French talent. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're quite a good youth team, don't they, Nice. They seem to always have players come players always seem to come from Nice. Yeah, well yeah. it's a nice place as well. Yeah. Nice place to be it's around South France. It's a nice place. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bad yeah. joke. R.I.P. Berry and uh, onwards and upwards for Bolton. Yeah, um, right. Should we move on to the um, the the big the big one? NLD. Um, Let's do it. So, just to reiterate, we do have um, a Spurs fan and an Arsenal fan, both in the building. You. Um, so, first of all, um, how are you both feeling confidence-wise going into it? Because this is an interesting one. This is the most. It is. This is an interesting. It is, one. and it's the first time going into it in a good good few years yes. that I've actually been like. I'm quite worried. We're on a kind of Juki is smirking like no one. No, because I don't. I don't. I, I think your 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 worry is misplaced. As it like after seeing our performance last week in the second half, if we if you do get an early goal, did you see our performance against Newcastle? No, I didn't. But did, I did. did you I not did, see that? I did, no, I've, yeah, I've, so, I've seen a few a yeah, few highlights. If you watch that, you will see why we're worried. It's to be fair, Davinson's defending for the Joel Linton goal was was quite funny. Yeah, we, we haven't even discussed last weekend's results. I mean, we we, we, all, we can do that in a bit. But um, we all suffered a, a loss. Yeah, we did. <laughs> we did, and there was loads of away wins. Um, but yeah, so on the whole, I'm worried, and it's kind of because there seems to be something wrong with Spurs at the moment. Yeah, you know, there seems to be something behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, and yeah, I just don't really know what's going to kind of happen. We seem to almost have like regressed. You well, know, you have. Like, I think you're and not I, playing your top players. I'm no, confused. we're not, and it, everyone's confused, mate. Yeah, <laughs> yeah everyone's, everyone's confused. <laughs> you know, like it's gone from the days, like four four years ago, three years ago, where two there was two seasons where realistically we should have won the league. Yeah, you know, the Leicester so, season you should have won it. Yeah, Leicester season we should have won it, and the Chelsea season after it was close, I and mean, yeah, we probably should have won it then as well. You know, we had like the best attack. And the best defence in the league statistically. If yeah. you look at it, we had it, and so it's just like and the football that we were playing was dynamic. We were pressing, you know, like the the fullbacks were bombing forwards. We were so quick, mm. you know. We were just harassing players, and we'd go out and we we'd, we'd be like four 0 up. Yeah. In the half to- uh, like after like twenty minutes. Is that fifteen sixteen? You know, we, we fifteen sixteen. Yeah, yeah, that was. We were literally just bombarding season. players, bombarding teams, and destroying them, and. The last season before we went to Wembley, we were unbeaten at home, didn't yeah. lose a game, you know. And I honestly think that if we hadn't have gone to Wembley and we just stayed at White Hart Lane, we probably would have won the league. You know, we would have gone on to bigger and better things. But I think it just it messed it up. You know, it messed up our form, it yeah. messed up the players, kind of just the the whole the, the whole rhythm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, um, and then so we got there, and then we've stopped. We've stopped, and now our football is just. It's just tepid, mm. you know. We don't go forward like obviously we sold Kyle Walker, didn't buy anyone for like you know a year and a half, and it's like the team looks a bit stale, you know. It looks kind of looks like they've run out of ideas, and I don't know, like it's just a bit, it's just a bit hard. It's kind of so you, <laughs> you've got no inclination as to why neither Vertonghen or Eriksson have been played. A Vertonghen, no. I don't know, like literally. It's no weird, idea. isn't it? Yeah. Is it, is it Sanchez and and um, Sanchez uh, and, and Alvaro? Yeah. You know, and it's and it, yeah, and you know, and the Pochettino is also in his press conferences has been getting really irate and yeah. cryptic, you know, and a bit like Mourinho, mm. you know, and it's like 
just saying really weird things. It's not, it's not very play for the badge. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's not a great way. <laughs> yeah, I saw, I saw but, well, this was also the thing that when we were playing well, it was because we had a harmony team. You know, yeah. everyone wanted, and everyone literally wanted to play for each other. And now they kind of doesn't seem like they are. They're like arguing a lot. You know, we kind of not really playing great football. It's like, yeah, just kind of it's just all gone a bit, a bit stale, a bit stale, a bit, yeah, a bit grey, a bit yeah. You know, and I think. I think it is because we haven't had any changes. Yeah. You know, like Ferguson, he always said, you need to change your team after four years. Yeah. Mm. Change your, and that's why you, he always used to make those, like, just chuck people out ruthlessly. Yeah. You know, they'd, they'd be gone, like big players, they'd be gone. And he just needs to freshen up the team and we haven't done that. And I think it's kind of paying for it now. You know, like, um, obviously we've done great things off the pitch. Levy is like, he's done great for the club, but he's also really bad transfers yeah you know really really bad at transfers and he needs to, he needs to kind of hand that off to someone yeah I think you need a level of extravagance in Premier League transfers that perhaps he doesn't have or yeah. he's not willing to have yeah he's, he's he, he very much wants a, he's a guy that wants a bang for his buck yeah. and if he's yeah. not going to get that he's not interested yeah, yeah that makes sense and yeah. that's tough you've you yeah. got, you got to gamble he'll, he'll hold out and hold out and hold yeah. out until the very last minute yeah you know, until it 11.59 on transfer day and they'll be like right we'll do it yeah exactly you know, or, you know it's so so yeah going into the into the Northland derby I'm not sure you know and also our form is awful do, the, did, like, did, the, the Champions League papered over a lot of stuff that yeah, last I season we, we were playing the same football as we played against Newcastle it was kind of left right sideways back back Van, Van Harlesque yeah you know <laughs> but we can't get kind of we just can't really kind of get going you know we've lost uh, 15 games in this year you know which is like, a lot yeah like last season we were, we were relegation form if you look at yeah the last the, year, the last 10 the yeah. last 10 game or is it the last 15 games last 15. the last season yeah yeah you're in the we were in relegation yeah relegation yeah. zone you know so Mad. so I'm not really kind of looking forward not, to not, it not buzzing for it Juki how no. do you feel um, apprehensive as always because I think it seems to be a running theme well Arsenal could just Arsenal at any point I don't know <laughs> you, you don't know what could happen cause Arsenal we, gonna Arsenal yeah Arsenal gonna ask all day but the, the problem is with us is consistency if we if we could play how we did against Burnley week in week out well at least for that first 60 minutes then then I'd be fine with it do you know what I mean because we've got cohesion the players actually know what they're doing they know which direction they're running whereas in the day like last season we had it with Wobi going off like left field when he's supposed to be on wide right we had Mkhitaryan playing through the middle when he's supposed to be wide left whereas now people actually know what they're doing and we've got quality replacements for the likes of Ramsey we brought in Ceballos even it is just for the season Pepe for Wobi so I am confident in terms of the potential, but in the actual application, yeah, there's still some apprehension there, I've got to say. Um, how do you feel about Emery? Um, I th I'm very confused as to anyone giving any Emery any slack at the moment, because people are like, oh, he's not got an identity, da -da -da -da. but I think they're looking at the likes of Pep and Klopp, who have had three, four, five years with their team, and to mould a team that they can then implement with, a style on with, with not an unlimited but with a pretty free roam budget yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah. so the board's trying the board's turn around to em Emery this summer and say look we'll back you and I assume it's a case of top four or bust to this season yeah like champ well, champ I'll say Champions League or bust because if we finish fifth and win Europa I don't think he's going to get sacked yeah but yeah I think it's got, it's got to that ultimatum and as it should because you need you need that level of uh, 
that cutthroat nature when you're op- trying to operate at this level. So, yeah, we'll see. I'll, yeah. I'll, what are your predictions then? Score I was going to say, I'll predict, uh, I'll predict an optimistic 3-1. I predict a riot! Um, <laughs> sorry, it just popped into my head. Are you saying optimistic 3-1 <laughs> to, yeah, I'll to Arsenal? What I'll are you saying? Yeah. You're saying pubs? I think... I think we'll probably lose. I think both teams will score. Kane seems to like scoring against Arsenal, so... Yeah. I can, see, I can see VAR playing a little part. I don't know who, which way it will go. Yeah. I don't know whether it will be... Maybe a red card. Yeah, yeah. A little yeah. red card. How about, uh, uh, just a, a quick catch-up on VAR as well. There's been a few more things that have kind of come into play. Oh, uh, mate, there's been... Yeah. Can I just say, my, my main thing is, 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 we're getting into a bit of a sticky situation because the referees are sort of not making a decision that could be made because they're like, oh, well, VAR will pick it up. But then VAR are up there thinking, well, we don't want to overrule the referees. Yeah. So you, nothing's getting done. Yeah, then. there's so you, many things. I mean, yeah. I, not, to go, not to go back to United, but obviously, obviously I was the only... You had one. Did, did you have one? The Martial yeah. penalty. Yeah. It was one of the clearest penalties I've ever seen. Did you see the Spurs penalty? Um, I didn't. Ah, see, I that's didn't debatable, man. That's not debatable. That's not debatable. I thought it was. How is it debatable? Because he's he's like leaned into him. He leaned in. Oh, we, we have to get the video up. I think. I think. Let's it's get debatable. the video up. <laughs> the ball's over there. He's there. <laughs> Defender comes in. <laughs> Because Kane, Kane, Kane does on the floor and that, takes him down. I, mean, no, does I, this, I, think, I think I have seen it, yeah, yeah. No, I think I have, yeah. Kane um, does I, this I, weird I thing where he'll, well, I think it's a striker thing, I think a lot of them do it, where you'll sort of like lean into the player when they're going in to tackle you and you'll, or you'll like, hack, like dangle a leg out, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because when you're running at full speed, also what, the amount of times I watch that clip, there's 100% something wrong with Kane's left foot. He does not run correctly on it. Watch that clip again, he doesn't ever land on his ankle. He runs on tiptoes on his left foot. He always runs like that. What, but, what with his right foot planted though? That's weird. Because yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, I, was, I was like, maybe that's a, why his lack of form's been like that's a bit of an explanation it's, it's, recently. It's, it's but, some some form of. Uh, but the David Silver one is what I would call Stonewall. The, the geezer literally stood on his foot. Yeah. David Silver's gone yeah. over, and I don't know what the ref just felt a bit of pity for for the opposition. I don't yeah, know. The city didn't get it. it, it I think they're. Ju- I think more wrong decisions are being made so far since it's been in than I've ever seen. Well, I think people expected VAR to come in, and then it was just like going to be like the sweet science of of angles and everything else yeah. is going to culminate in no wrong decisions ever. But at the end of the day, it's still human making the decision. They've just got a lot more time to make it. Yeah. So I think you're never going to eradicate human error. No, I don't think you ever will. Um, and I think I think that. that more than anything now with it moving forward with it it's kind of like they're expecting to eradicate human error so yeah. they're kind of expecting yeah. it it's, it's, they're, they're trying to make it so it's black or white and it, nine times out of ten it's not black and white no yeah especially with um, with uh, fouls More, offside there's a, there's a level to it but with with with, with fouls and stuff on the pitch then it's, it's like, subjective it is entirely subjective um, and none of them are actually fouls in my opinion I'm joking <laughs> um, right let's look, look ahead to this uh, weekend's fixtures then um what have we got on? What have anyone got? Has anyone got the fixtures lined up? <laughs> we should have probably done this before, didn't we? <laughs> so, yeah, I, we? I just know one game, mate. We, yeah, we got that. Yeah, yeah <laughs> one game is 4.30 on Sunday. Yeah. You know exactly what that is. Now, well, there's no uh, there's no Friday night games this week, which uh, I don't know whether you'll be pleased about or not, but the first game of the weekend... How do you, how do you feel about Friday nights? I don't mind them. Yeah. I don't mind them. I'm what? staying in to watch it. I'm not going out to watch it. No, I will we'll stay as, uh, before you do go out. Yeah. Uh, we're kicking it off with you lot. Yes. 12, 12 30, yeah, twelve twelve thirty. Southampton United. Southampton. How, how are you feeling about one, that? One one one. Well, what sort of form has Southampton been in? Let's have a. It's like, oh, they've just they've won two on the trot. Yeah. 
they both beat, away they beat, as they well. They beat Brighton and they beat um, Fulham in the cup. Yeah, and they they ground out a, a decent defeat. Well, I don't know. Do you grind out a defeat <laughs> <laughs> against Liverpool? You do two yeah. one. That's not too bad. It's not. It's not dreadful. Um, I just can't. I just can't see how anything's going to happen when you've got the the, the supposed. Oh, this is his season, Martial. It's going to be his season as striker. He's going to do it. And now we're back to uh, trash up front. It's the deadest front. Do you not think it'll be a Greenwood hat trick? <laughs> I, I think it'll be it'll be oh, a hat trick. It'll be a hat trick scored entirely with the badge, all yeah. chested down. Because <laughs> 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 you imagine a Lingard overhead kick, but with the badge. Yeah. Even okay. if Greenwood scores one and it ends up being the winner, could you imagine the, the media storm that's going to be around? You, you, yeah. you, you'll be winning it. the league. It's so dusty. <laughs> I can't deal with it. You know, it's just, I'm not even going to get back into it. I'm not going to do Go it. on then. Give, it, give us your prediction. 1-1. Uh, really? 1-1 one, one, um, with Pogba to score. All right. At what point does Oli start getting in, in danger then? There's nothing he can do. No, but just from from a fan's perspective, I, d- I just don't think there's anything. I can't blame Oli because he is literally working with scraps. There is no fan's perspective. Perspective. Yeah, <laughs> yeah true. <laughs> he no. plays for the badge, mate. He's he, Oli. Yeah. yeah, he's Oli. He plays for that. He is. He scored a goal once. It's yeah. the problem with employing legends. No, so. but the, overall, I I don't think there's any manager in the world with that current squad that could that could do very well with it. And that, no. I don't think I don't think Pep could do well. With it. I don't think Klopp could do well with it. And it, the, there isn't a 500 million budget to spend there and then on left backs. So it, it can't do anything with it. True. Um, man. But I think yeah, one one. I yeah. Then we got Chelsea, Sheffield United at the Bridge. It's an interesting one. Yeah, Sheffield obviously looking decent. Yeah, and they're looking looking like a very badgy club. Well, they're a, yeah, they're a solid team. Yeah. to be fair, they're they're just solid. What I would what I would describe them as. Yeah, um, Chelsea are looking better. Yeah, uh, Chelsea yeah. are always a bit slow though, aren't they? Yeah, are they always a bit slower? Is that someone else something? Of? Chelsea no, always seems to start a little Kane's bit slower. Usually a bit slow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's not had his uh, dry August this, this year, so hopefully it means it'll be dry the rest of the month. <laughs> <laughs> But no, Kane, um, Kane, Chelsea have uh, they've they've come through Looking this past up. couple of weeks. My boy Mason Mount. Yeah, yeah. Mason Mount. I tell you Been what, smashing it. When you when you put that tweet up, I think it was last week or whatever about like is Mount actually worth the hype? I was going to be like, no, just honestly no. Like I, it, it was nauseating this Mason Mount hype Who? train. No, I think I answered that, well, and, I was, and I said yes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there yeah. we go. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it might I've been banging him for like summer. Yeah. summer. I've been like, he's gonna, he's gonna do bits this season. I hadn't seen much of him, and the first full game, from what I had seen, I was just very like not impressed. I was like, you know, he's a bit part player. But then I watched the full Chelsea game the other day, and yeah, he gets in. He, he knows what he's doing when he gets the ball, like yeah. before he gets the ball, yeah. and that's that's impressive for yeah. a player. He makes that those age. little runs. He's got a great free kick. He's got a, he can, he can yeah. finish definitely. You know? No, he's uh, he's quality. Yeah. People comparing him to Lampard, I wouldn't I wouldn't compare it's him to that. Silly thing to do. Yeah. yeah. Um, right. Score predictions. He's, he's in England. Scored as well, only. Yes, he is. Yeah. yeah. Very badge. Um, <laughs> <laughs> much badge. Much badge. <laughs> Go on, so uh, Pal- uh, Palace Villa. Then. What we're saying, what we're saying, score. Oh. Um, I'd probably go two one Chelsea. Just about. I'll go. I'll go three 0 Chelsea. I can, yeah. just see, I can just see Sheffield scoring. Yeah, yeah. I think they'll. I think they'll leak a goal, but I think three yeah. one. To be fair, yeah, Chelsea's defence is pretty shambolic. At yeah, the moment. I mean, Tammy Abraham scored two last, so he might kind of get going. Um, right, we've got uh, two minutes left, so oh. I want to wrap wrap this up quickly. Right, Palace Villa. At Palace. 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 Palace win. Yeah, I'll say Palace. Uh, I'll go 2-1 there. Villa uh, looking alright though. Mm. Yes, yeah. Well, it depends how quickly them uh, them new signings yeah. gel. I mean, that, that I, I, I wasn't looks. rating it, but they're looking alright. Mm. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Leicester City, Bournemouth at the King Power. 
I think Leicester will win that 2-0 you, yeah. I'm going to go just with Leicester Bournemouth have got a lot of injuries yeah mm. it's going to be tough for them what yeah. are Leicester like on the road though well they're not on the road is that, is no, no, I mean, uh, wait is it the King Carl sorry, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah 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 no so uh, yeah we'll go we'll go Leicester win I'll say I'll say 2-0 Leicester City Brighton at Etihad Bias 1-1 one, one. <laughs> <laughs> Mate to be fair there's all, City all, I feel like they always do that once a season they'll that, Brighton the always have a decent game yeah, against yeah, City yeah. as well they do have a decent game against is, them that's not out the realms of possibility no. gonna go 1-1 one, one. okay where are you going 2-0 City 2-0 I'll go 2-2 two, 2-2 two. Two, two. Yeah. that draws why, it yeah why not Couple, couple dodgy VAR decisions. Newcastle, Watford at St James's Park. Uh, what a horrible game! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that is the that is so the third of the week. That, that that is that is literally. Can you do it on a, on a, on a wet Tuesday yeah. night? A wet Tuesday night. Is anyone playing? For, is anyone playing for the badge? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh god! I want. I want to just put a big badge over the artwork <laughs> for this episode. <laughs> what are we saying? Um, I'd say one all. Yeah, I was going to say one all. It's a just. <sighs> West Ham Norwich at West Ham West Ham I think West Ham I think that Haller will get a couple of goals he he looked decent last game yeah Pookie though we'll see Pookie party but I think Liverpool are going to take care of Burnley Um, Everton where where is that it's at Burnley yeah Turf Moor Sean mate Sean Dyche Burnley can be quite resilient at home it's true I suppose now wouldn't be a horrible time to play uh, to play Liverpool Mm. we'll see I'll say 3-1 Liverpool uh, Everton Wolves Wolves 2-1 that's, Yeah That's a 2-1 that's that's, It should be a free scoring game So that means yeah. it's probably going to be 0-0 um, And then Arsenal Tottenham 3-2 Arsenal I'm going to go 2-2 I'm going to go 3-1 Cool um, right. There's one thing we missed out this week What's that? It's the Champions League draw yesterday oh. I, don't, I don't know why we've missed it out Oh it's just It's gone flown straight over there doesn't yeah, it? Yeah I don't know I don't know if you two know about it um, you even like Well we're going to have to wrap up We're going to have to leave oh, next week uh, That's, that's alright It's convenient yeah. Be, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah no I don't, don't know what you're talking about mate Yeah, yeah. No, no, nothing, nothing to do with that What's yeah. the Champions League? Yeah, yeah. It's not a real conversation um, Right that's been it from us uh, We're going to carry on for Fresh Fridays um, And we're going to jump into some playlist selections here on Trickstar Radio uh, It's been myself It's been uh, Duke's guy And it's been Pabs And we'll see you in two weeks time hey. Yeah,